What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this is our 2024 comic book movie preview. I know we've been doing this. We've been doing this for a lot of years in a row. So it's great to finally get this year. 2023. We've been doing it for 2023 years. This is the 2024th edition of our movie. I don't think It was pretty dry for a lot of time. Yeah. The first several episodes were what is movies. And that's what we're getting towards again this year, yeah. as we have, <laughs> I want to say, less comic book movies than ever before. However, I want to give a quick shout out at the beginning here. This was a great idea from All shout in out. the Game 01 over on YouTube. Said, hey, when are you going to do your hype rankings for comic book movies? So All in the Game 1. Yo, what's is. up, the tube? Thanks, bro. Yeah, uh, thanks, All in the Game. It's hype time. It yeah, is hype time. So here's how we're going to do this, because there are actually... Only five comic book movies currently scheduled. We're going to run through them. Let's get hyped. What we're worried about. But we're also going to say which movie we are personally most hyped with. And I'm going to start off with. Or most hated. Or sure. Yeah, the least looking forward to. Reverse hype. There are two emotions, hype and hate. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I roll. That's we where are I the, live. We're the human yeah. internet, and Jeez, we only believe in hype got, and hate. You got that tatted on your knucks, right? Hype and hate? Did you say knucks? Yeah, tatted no. on your knucks. <laughs> yeah, my knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but it's on your nuts and your nuts. It's on your nuts and nuts. <laughs> I got nuts and nuts uh, tattooed on my nuts. Because those are my two emotions, are nuts and nuts. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, we'll talk about whether we're nuts or nuts for these upcoming movies. Let's kick it (laughs) off with the first one coming out this year, February 14th, just in time for Valentine's Day. A perfect Uh, date movie, we can all agree. Madam Web coming out from uh, Sony's Pictures. This is part of the, I forget the exact name, but the Sony universe of Spider-Man connecting characters. Oh, yeah. Acronym like that, that so far has included such hits as Venom, Venom 2, Morbius. There Morbius re-release based on internet hype that ended in hate. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a little more, I'd say, nuts than ducks, honestly. Yeah. Wait, wait, I think you have that reversed. Uh, I don't know that Nux I do. It's the good thing, and nux is the bad? We talked, we've yeah. been texting about this for a week. About we've been texting about this. Just We're like going to release our text, our nuts, nuts versus nux text chain for you guys, just yeah. so you can see how much we talked about this. So... Brief overview of this movie stars Dakota Johnson as Cassandra Webb, a.k.a. Madam Webb. This is a character straight from the comic books, except a different version of her. This seems to be a little bit more of the Julia Carpenter version of Mm. Madam Webb. Madam Webb usually in the comic book is an old blind lady who's sitting in a spider chair and gives Oracle-style predictions to Spider-Man. Here... We got a little bit of a final destination thing going on as she can see a little bit of the future and prevent danger. We don't know the exact plot, but based on trailers, you got Sydney Sweetie as Julia Cornwall, uh, aka Spider Woman. You got Isabella Merced as Anya Corzone, aka Aranya. And you've also got Celeste O'Connor as Maddie Franklin, another Spider Woman, as well as Tahir Rahim. Yeah, as Ezekiel Sims, who seems to be the villain of the movie, tracking mm. down and changing the web of life. There's also a lot of rumors. We might get into some potential spoilers here that we don't know are true or not. But Adam Scott and Emma Roberts are also in the movie. Here's the potential spoiler. Maybe they are a young Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, not Uncle Ben and Aunt May. 
Um, they might be the parents of Peter parents Parker. Of Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Ben and Mary, I want to say. Um, anyway, maybe the plot of the movie is Ezekiel trying to stop Spider-Man from coming about. We don't know if that's true. But we do know it takes place in 2003, everybody's favorite year. Yes. Uh, so that all said, Justin, to kick it over to you, I think this is your most hyped comic book Yeah, JT says, what can I say? Uh, there's a lot of hate out there about this movie. Uh, but I got to say, watching the trailer, like the idea that this has like horror movie Final Destination vibes, it feels like there's a really clear plan going forward with Madam Web, Dakota Johnson, having to protect these three budding spider heroes from um, the monster that is Ezekiel, who seems to be chasing them. Less complicated plot, all that stuff. It feels like it's a pretty straightforward. Feels uh, pretty complicated. Well, I mean, yes, like maybe the specifics that Alex just read, if you're um, anyone who doesn't know about this world, sounds like gobbledygook. Uh, But it it is, I think once you're in, the actual action of the movie feels pretty clean. Uh, Good trailer. I'm actually hyped for it. And I think part of that is these movies feel like the antidote to the overly complex, weighted, heavy movies that we've got lately from Marvel and DC. Now, uh, just to jump on something you said, yeah, uh, as far as Alex's explanation was concerned, it does sound, you know, confusing because he said straight out of the comics, but different. So, I mean, that (laughs) sentence alone makes you scratch your head and go, well, how could it be straight out of the comics then if it's different? But the idea of it kind of started in the comics and then kind of they changed some stuff around. But the kind of basis or what it kind of uh, started as is there. So that is exciting in itself. You know, um, who would have thought uh, you told a younger you, like, guess what? You're getting Madam Wet. But they're like, what? I don't really understand who that is, but that's crazy. Oh, man, we're getting a whole movie? You betcha, kid. Oh, I didn't sign up for this, but sounds great. Will she be in her spider chair? Oh, <laughs> sick. Sick. What? I, I'm no. sure she's going to put on like a long red coat and sunglasses, more like the Julia Carpenter version at some point. Pete, I can't tell though. Are you hyped for this movie or not? Where, where's your Well, head? I can't tell if I am or not either because <laughs> I have no fucking idea what movie I'm going to walk into. Hopefully it'll be good. And then I could be like, awesome. I can't read the comics because it's different, but. I'll be excited about maybe another Sony universe kind of thing. You know what I mean? Moving well, I, forward. I would say it's funny that you say back in the day that we would have been like, what's going on? Because this definitely feels like a back in the day movie. And that feels like yeah. everything that Sony is going for here is throwback to the 90s where they're like, great news. We got a Madam Web movie for you. And you're like, what? No, that's not what I wanted. No, no. Yeah. Don't, don't I think you got my order wrong. And then the people behind it were like, yeah, we kind of fucking hate the comics and we don't want to do anything with the comics. So we're going to do whatever we want with this movie. Yeah. That's a very classic 90s title. I do think there's a nostalgia level there for that. Yeah. 100%. That cert- certainly came out with Venom, which was a mess, but a delightful mess, mostly powered mm-hmm. by Tom Hardy going ham on the whole thing. I will hammer. say, from my direction, I was kind of with you, Justin, in terms of like, this is going to be a goofy, fun time at the movie theater until I started to watch Morbius the other day. It's on Netflix now. And mm. I was like, yeah, this will probably be bad fun. It's just bad. It's like boring, insane, bad. And to the point where I was like, 
I need to pause this after half an hour because I am so gruelingly bored at this point. So that made me a little more worried about this as well as another movie we're going to be talking about in a little bit. Well, I hear that because I would also argue the movie, the other movie we're going to talk about is a worse, much worse trailer and probably a worse movie. This movie just had, there's some extra juice in this, this Madam Web trailer and movie that I feel like maybe is going to propel it to that like nostalgic, uh, clean, simple superhero movie like the ones pre MCU that were like a little bad, like not great, but still fun and interesting. Yeah. I, and, and that's what I, there's hope for this movie. There's a little bit of a hope for this movie that it could be good. You lean into these other characters in a way that maybe is kind of a little different. I mean, the problem is like, with the Spider-Man movies and the multiverse, it's played out, but maybe we get kind of uh, some unique stuff out of this and it could be interesting. Well, and like the, the Venom movies are weird. And like, if this movie is just allowed to be a little weird or different or more of a horror movie than it, it the other Marvel or other superhero movies would be, then that's great. Yeah, and I, I think will that, say Sydney Sweeney oh. definitely on a roll right now. Dakota Johnson, yeah. a very weird element that is always interesting to watch in movies. And Isabella Merced also very much on a roll. She's, I believe, going to be Hawk Girl or Hawk Woman over in Superman Legacy. She's booking a bunch of other roles. So cool. I don't know. It's definitely like a hot cast, I think, in terms of hot cast. Hot cast. Uh, we got a hot cast here and a hot cast in this uh, movie. So that's fun. Well, the other thing that I would say is a plus in its quarter from the comic book direction. I don't know about you guys, but it's been a while since I've gotten out of a movie and people have been like, can you explain this comic book concept to me? Because it's so MCU and everybody's MCU fans. Here, we're going to walk out of this movie and people are going to be like, who's Ezekiel Sims? It'll be like, my time to shine. Yeah. My Everyone's time gonna to shine. Buckle up. I'll be, I'll just have a little rope after the movie. Then they can just kind of file in and I'll be yeah. addressing the concerns. Oh, hell one. yeah. I'm about yeah. to get into it with Moreland, his whole family of inheritors and the web of life. So get ready. Come uh, on. Buckle up. <laughs> Do you I, feel like this, this is a direct connection to the spider verse though. Mm-hmm. I, I believed in the comics. So, when we're talking to this crowd and saying, like, people, one at a time, back up. You're, you're smothering Pete. Pete's dead now because you smothered him. We'll answer your questions one by one. Yeah, yeah. I think 30 minutes in, I'm going to stand up and just be like, pause it here. Okay, listen, audience, this is what's happening. And pause break the movie. It to, yeah, yeah. Just kind of break it down for them so they can really enjoy. The, 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 I would literally, Pete, I would love to see that. I would love to hear you in the middle of a movie break down Morlin, Ezekiel, and the web of the spider <laughs> It's probably going to touch on all of these con- confusing comic book concepts in some way, and the line is going to be like, how accessible and fun are the action scenes in the middle of all this stuff about... I mentioned this on a podcast before, but we got this character, Ezekiel, who's hunting down the various spider women. He sort might of a also Morlin. be Morlin, who is a vampire in the comic who sucks the energy out of spider totems. That's the simplest way of describing it. But yes. spider I, I think totems, you say? <laughs> spider yeah. totems. I'm not because gonna say I, I'm familiar with spiders, and I hate when you run into their totems. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Especially if they're low. <laughs> yeah, if that's a totem sucked. disaster. Uh, yeah. This... <laughs> 
the big problem here, the big like warning sign beyond literally everything else we've talked about is Sony has this tendency over the course of their history to be not settle on something like the thing that worked about Venom was it was just a Venom movie. And that was it. The thing that worked about Spider-Verse, both of them, is it focused very squarely on Miles and then opened up a bit to talk about Gwen in the second movie. But it always was about those characters. And that was it. Sony, over the course of their history, has been like, great, we did one good movie that people really enjoyed. This next movie is going to set up 16 other movies. And here we have at least three spider women in the movie that feels to me like them being like, we're going to launch a whole franchise. 13 movies are going to come out of this. Here we go. And you can feel the cocaine behind the scenes powering absolutely everything. (laughs) There's nothing better than when you can feel the cocaine. Uh, spider anyway, cocaine coming right off the screen. I can spider feel cocaine. it. Spider cocaine. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens with that one. That one's coming out quickly. Why don't we move to another one? Deadpool three, the Come lone on. MCU release of 2024. We've got a couple of TV projects probably coming out. We've seen Echo come out. We know there are mm. maybe some other things down the pipeline. Agatha. House of Harkness or Darkhold Diaries or whatever we're calling it might be coming out as well. There may be some more animated stuff that's coming out this year. But we're in a very weird TBD year for the MCU other than Deadpool 3, which is coming out July 26th, 2024. Just in time for my birthday. Come on, baby. Let's get it. Lots of big stuff going on in this movie. Obviously, Deadpool and Deadpool 2 have both been big hits. We've got Ryan Reynolds back as Deadpool. We've got his frequent collaborator, collaborator, excuse me, Sean Levy is in the director chair. Um, so I guess that's good news. They've been making nothing but hits pretty much nonstop for a while. But the big news is we got Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. The Jackman. up with him. But that's not the only one that's going to be in the movie. We know Morena Baccarin will be back as Vanessa. Brianna Hildebrandt will be back as Negasonic Teenage Warhead, one of the big hits uh, previously in the series. And there's a lot of unconfirmed rumors. The only one we do have confirmed is Jennifer Garner is going to be back as Electra from Daredevil and everybody's favorite movie, the Electra movie. Pete, you are the most hyped for this one to the point that you're holding up an Electra comic book right now. Weird. Talk about why you're hyped about this. Why is this your number one movie of the year? Hey, do you remember that one year where the only Marvel movie we got was Deadpool 3? Well, I do because it's this year and (laughs) we're going to get one movie and I'm going to line up, camp out, get ready because this is it. And I'm excited to get my one spoonful of sugar in the form of Deadpool 3. And uh, yeah. And every other part of your life is medicine, except right. for Deadpool 3. Yep, for Deadpool 3. The only sweetness left in my life. And I can't wait for July. Just got to live till the end of July for this movie. <laughs> and it will be great. And hopefully it will be worth it. And um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm, I think that comedically this could be the best one yet. Pete, it's February 15th. We just watched Madam Web, and you're already lining up for Deadpool 3? That's right. You don't have to do that yet. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Uh, Great. Well, that's Pete's take. Uh, Cool. Justin, what about you? This movie is does we don't know a ton about it. We know um, just from Hollywood news that they, the strikes they were in the middle of shooting stopped this down. There were some leaked photos where we got to see uh, the the guys shooting it. Um, 
they've started shooting again or they're back in production. It's going to be tight to get this movie done by that date, I think. So, you know, hopefully they will. And hopefully this, the push doesn't affect the the process and maybe the, the CGI. But while the strikes were happening, I think they could have been working on some of the CGI because that wasn't covered by the union. So there's a chance that everything is going to fall into place greatly on the, on the, sort of the nuts side on the nuts side this uh <laughs> this is fun the leaked plot is great that came out for this and um if you i don't know this is a rumor thing so if you don't want to hear it um tune out for a second but it's that deadpool has to go hit all of the like bad superhero movie multiverse and that's why we're getting electro we're getting a, perhaps a ben affleck daredevil um all of that stuff and that is such a fun smart idea that does a Deadpool take on the multiverse that is truly funny, I think. And if that's the central conceit and we get all the fun of the previous Deadpool movies brought here to this movie, this movie's going to be great. Yeah. Pete, you can put back on your headphones now. Um, the uh, I- I'm interested in this. I mean, my one hesitation is Deadpool, I thought, nailed it. Like, that is exactly what you wanted out of a Deadpool movie. Deadpool 2 was mixed. I think there were some very fun bits throughout, but it lost a little bit of the magic of the first one. With Deadpool 3, and I'm not going to mention any of the spoilers that Justin just said for your sake, Pete, but there's a possibility, because we are dealing seemingly with some sort of multiverse stuff, that you could lose the emotional core of it. And that's, I know I keep going back to that, but like that's the thing that was so good about the first Deadpool, is it was all about him and it was all about Vanessa. Um, so if we can get back to that in some way and not get lost in... Wolverine is here. Give him a real emotional arc as well. Electra, why is Electra there? A uh, couple of others that I didn't mention. Um, we got Stefan Kapsix uh, as back as Colossus. We got Blind Al is in here. Dupinder, the cab driver. Uh, Yukio, Negasonic Teenage Warhead's girlfriend. Rob Delady is back as Peter. I think he was just a guy on X Force, if yep. I remember. Peter uh, was and- a big hit. Emma Corrin and Matthew McFadden are both in it in undisclosed roles. But the popular rumor is that there's some sort of thing going on with the TVA because this is very specifically moving Deadpool from the Fox universe over to the MCU. So like Justin said, there's a lot of fun stuff they potentially can play with there, a lot of fourth wall breaking stuff. Um, But I don't know. It feels like they're going to deliver. People are going to see this. They still love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Ryan Reynolds, as I mentioned, has been on a nonstop role for the past couple of years. I know you're iffy about it, Pete, but like if there's one thing out of the X-Men movies that people always want to see, it's Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. They made three extra movies just about Wolverine. Yeah. Logan was great. And one of them is good, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I would say, uh, Alex, it's the uh, – The emotional core that you're talking about, I feel like they won't go back into the relationship well, but what if the emotional core of the movie shifts a little bit and it's about Deadpool and Hugh Jackman's friendship? It's like a buddy mm-hmm. movie or like a, a bit of a bromance about Deadpool like needing friends. He doesn't have any friends or something like that where we can just shift the emotional stakes where it's more like – germane to what this the plot of this movie yeah i i like that idea i think that'll be interesting it'll also be interesting to see how it leaves off because there are so many question marks about the mcu right now there's going to be like 45 end credit sequences on this there's no way around oh, that so that would be awesome. what is it set up what are they changing what are they twisting you know if they go into multiverse stuff 
there's a real possibility that they could throw something into Deadpool 3 that changes the direction of the MCU. Like, this might be the pivot point from the plan that they've had that's clearly not working into something potentially new. I think that's spot on. And I think that pivot could be uh, a, 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 a turn turn toward X-Men. Is like I feel like in the coming years, that's where a big move is going to be, whether or not they still have to do some Secret War stuff to get there. But really teasing the X-Men is where the juice is. Is that, though? Because We've been I'll, saying I'll, this for years, like, yeah. uh, X-Men, uh, X-Men. Well, uh, but he, here's X-Men. my question about the whole X-Men of it all, and then we can move on to the next movie. But I've been re-watching those movies with my son. They're not great. Like, yeah. there's some good yeah. things about them, but that series, there's some highlights for sure. We mentioned Logan earlier, X-Men First Class. Uh, we haven't watched rewatched that one yet. But the as far Quicksilver as remember, stuff is so great. Quicksilver stuff is great. I think Days of Future Past is. But for the most part, out of 13 movies in that series, they have a very low hit ratio going on there. So I worry about taking a lesser movie series and be like, great news. We're throwing a lesser movie series in this movie series that's kind of hit a bunch of hiccups to be kind. Well, but, but I I, th- I think they the hit big, it right. Yes. And, that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. And they need to. They need yeah. to hit this right. And yeah. I think they know that. And I think the fact that we're moving toward that at a time when they're fully reassessing how they do things and this like cowboy will figure it out as we go along and then reshoot all this other stuff way of doing it, I think is going away. And this is going to be maybe the pivot both from a character pivot. choice and story point, but also just a, pro- a creative process pivot. And that's where it, it needs to be. Yeah, I just I actually want to change my opinion from earlier. Rather than focusing on the emotional core of the movie, I want to see how they do a corporate pivot. Like, that's my yeah. big thing with this movie. That that's what um, emotion in Hollywood is, is a corporate, <laughs> <laughs> the well, corporate pivot. The corporate pivot in The Notebook Stop. is amazing. Stop. So good. When, when she jumps into his arms and they're kissing in the rain and he's like, corporate pivot. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Know. Anyway, why don't we move on to the next one? Let's see how hyped folks are for this. Craven the Hunter coming out August 30th, 2024. This has been delayed a very long time at this point. They've said it's because of strikes and other reasons. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But this stars Aaron Taylor Johnson, speaking of Quicksilver, as Craven mm. the Hunter, who gets... Everyone's favorite Quicksilver. <laughs> yep. Uh, as Lion Powers. He gets Lion Powers after a lion bleeds into him, based on the trailer, as far as I can tell. Ariana DeBose is Calypso, a voodoo priestess. You got Russell Crowe as Craven's father, um, and uh, a couple of other people. Are there. Um, this is the big selling point for this movie, or at least how they've been trying to sell it. This is another Sony movie. Is that this is like R-rated in your face. He's hunting people, stepping in pools of blood. It it is just like balls to the wall, Hunter. You are gonna be hunted down by this movie and mounted on a wall. Yeah, it's balls to the wall, it's nuts to the nucks. This movie's going hard. I I have a connection with this movie because I actually was in an accident and um a, a crickets, a bunch of crickets bled into my blood. So oh, I have cricket, I have cricket nice. powers. Um, it's not super nice, so you can it's annoying. Give good advice. You can give good advice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jiminy cricket. I have Jiminy cricket powers. Uh so Pete, let me just say to you, let your conscience be your guide. Uh yeah, what I mean you think, Pete? <laughs> I'm worried about this movie because um, uh, I, I don't I, I've read a lot of interesting Craven books. There's 
you know, some great story arcs that have Craven in them, but I've never walked away and been like, man, Craven should be getting more shine right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, Craven oh, lives up to his a name. Misunderstood, blood mixing uh, villain that everybody can relate to. God, I just want to go on a hunting spree. What? That's I, that's, I, I, that's true. But that's literally all of Sony's movies. They're like, what's left in this this barrel? I guess down at the bottom. <laughs> Let's go down to the bottom and find the character we want for our next movie. But you can't you can't knock Craven for um, not hunting. This guy's mm. always hunting in the comics. Always in this be movie, hunting. Always <laughs> ABH. The yeah. the funny part about the bottom of the barrel thing, though, is as far as been reported, Craven was a priority for them to the point that Spider-Man 3, the whole idea that they initially pitched was that after Spider-Man seemingly killed Mysterio in the second movie, Spider-Man 3, I mean, like the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, yes, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. There's a couple different Spider-Man 3, so which one will you talk about series. here? So, after the second Tom Holland Spider-Man, where he was accused of killing Mysterio and his identity was revealed by J. Jonah right. Jameson, yeah, their idea remember. for the third movie was that Craven was going to hunt him throughout New York, and that would be the villain of the movie. And frankly, I remember very clearly walking out of the second movie and being like, the villain of the next movie should be Craven. So personally, it made a lot of sense to me. Sony told them they're like, no, 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 we need to introduce Craven in his own solo movie first. You can't. Yeah, Spider Man's not even in this fucking movie. Uh, as far as you know, there are spiders. You know. There's well, no doubt there the are spiders. Thing, are there seems like the worst impulses of Sony to me. We were talking about that earlier with Madame Webb, but. Well, not the totem thing, but they seem to have decided that, like, the main thing to take away from Spider-Man is Spider-Blood, is how he gets his powers, so that Morbius yeah. gets his powers from Bat-Blood, and Craven gets his powers, question mark, that he's never had in the comic books from Lion-Blood. I don't know why that's a thing. This could be schlocky fun, particularly with Russell Crowe. Now, clearly, it is funny. Boys, voice. boys, your mother is dead. Your I just, mother is dead. He's clearly it is funny voice. Period yes. between this and what was it, the Pope's Exorcist, where he's like, "Yeah, yeah all right, I need money, let's go." Yeah. Uh, so if it's that, just, it'll be fine. But yeah. I'm worried about the fallout of this movie because kids everywhere are going to start spilling Hunter. different kinds of blood on themselves and mm-hmm. looking for yep. powers, and it's going to be it's going to be a pandemic. Safe to say, <laughs> we're not craving this movie. So why don't we move oh! on to the next one? Yeah, there we go. I've been sitting on that all podcast. Yeah, wow. Guys, guys are in Next it. one is Joker's Folly Adieu, which is coming out October 4th, 2024. It stars, once again, Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck, a.k.a. the Joker. It introduces Lady Gaga as Dr. Harleen Quinzel, who we know better as Harley Quinn. Zazie Beetz is back as Joker's neighbor, everybody's favorite character. And Brendan mm. Gleeson, Catherine Kinnear, and a couple of other folks are in it. Todd Phillips is once again directing and co-writing. And the big headline here is it's a musical. Like, it's straight up a musical. Lady Gaga, Joaquin Phoenix singing songs. This is the movie that I think maybe I'm most hyped for this year, just as a wild, crazy project. And I say that as somebody who hated the first Joker. You hated Joker more than anyone. Hated Joker. No, no, that's not true. You didn't hate it more than I did. Really? That movie and everything that it stood for. 
I don't know. It, first of all, I feel like people being like, yeah, I'm an edgelord bro, love Joker, coming to the second one, finding out it's a musical. Just culturally, we're going to have a complete meltdown. Like, it's going to be a bomb that's going to explode there. I think that's great. I also think, like, I've really enjoyed what Joaquin Phoenix has been doing lately, like post-Joker. Napoleon, very mixed movie, but he was very funny in that. He's funny in it, yeah. And, and it's a um, weird, the jokes are weird and they're good, though. Yeah, and Bo is Afraid. Napoleon. I don't know if you guys check that out, but that's another insane nightmare of a movie. But Joaquin Phoenix, again, so funny and so interesting in it. So he's definitely been on a roll. I'm very iffy about the Todd Phillips of it all and him necessarily nailing it. But like Lady Gaga also goes for it at absolutely everything, yeah. whether it works or not. So yeah, I don't know. Gucci. Just, just as a cultural moment, it probably will go horribly wrong. But if it goes horribly right, that could be great. Um, I agree with you. It's a weird choice, uh, but weird is good. It's a deviation from like the formula that we've been a little bit bogged down in. So like I, this could be good. This could be good. Like it was crazy to me when we were when the first Joker came out because you guys disliked it so much. And I was like, oh, this is this is good. That my brain is like Joker was bad because of your opinions. Oh, my oh. wife, it's the one comic book movie that my wife is like, this movie is amazing. And I'm wow. like, this is even weirder. I'm in wow, a spiral. <laughs> I yeah. am worried about your life now. But believe me. Uh, so I'm hyped for it. I will say the Harley Quinn of it all, it's a different Harley Quinn than we've known in the movies. And it's hard it's to move Joker. past. Yes, but like the Harley, Harley Quinn is such a, a – Margot Robbie is so good in it. Like, is that going to be a stumbling block in this movie? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, the movie. The first one per- pissed me off so much. I'm not going to go see this movie. I don't care what anybody says or how you good have it. to No, you, you have guys, to. You're, you're a journalist. No, you're a journalist. I, I am not. Journalist. That first movie was you're so a professional film critic, Pete. Uh Nope. This is Comic Book Club's 2024 movie preview. We are establishing yeah. ourselves. I don't. The I don't recognize this as a comic book movie. I don't recognize this as a movie worth time and energy. So this. Do you is remember not, when we start this and we were like, "What movie are you most hyped for?" 2024 years ago, and we were like, "I don't know, Sand." I guess like that moves around to the desert. Yeah. Sand. Yeah, the original movie. movie. I can't it's get it movie. out of my pants. How am I gonna? I wouldn't be looking forward to that. <laughs> you can't get sand out of your pants. <laughs> can't get it. You can't do it for years. You got sand, you got sand in your pants right now. You go to and the you beach can't. one time, and you're First pulling off, sand out for years d- after that. Take your pants off at the beach. That's that's mistake number one. You can't be wearing a pair of thick jeans sitting on the sand. We learned that in podcast number one. I wear Carhartts on the beach. Uh, that's I, the image of that is disgusting. Uh, <laughs> the feeling that that would have. Pete, you have to see this movie because no. otherwise, how will we hear your signature nuts or nux on this movie? If you <laughs> I'm going to tell it? you right now, it's nux. I'm not going to go see it. Wait, no, that's the good one. Nux is the good one. Nuts is yeah. That- that's so your definition. I think nuts is the good thing. We're Again, gonna we're going to post the text thread. Yeah. We'll post the text thread. We have to decide which is good. I don't think Siskel and Ebert were like, is thumbs up good or bad? Which one's good? 
Well, it's more of a universal thing. Nucks and nuts. I mean, I it think nuts are better than nucks, but you guys are like, nah, nah, nah. no, no, I think nuts is good too, and nucks is See? bad. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, let's go to the audience. This whole podcast was generated off an audience member. So for the audience, just hashtag at us Team Nucks or Team Nuts and yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll Team Nuts all, all day. the and let you and know the quick, 2025 I, I, movie preview. A hashtag is something that used to be on Twitter, a website that we no, we mostly don't use anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can put it on threads, but the way they do hashtags is bad. Why don't yeah. we move on to the last comic book movie that supposedly is coming out this year, which is Venom 3. We've been talking about Venom a lot. This is potentially the final movie in the Venom trilogy. And we know the least about this because this is coming out November 8th, 2024, at least as just getting it in. Now. Tom Hardy, of course, is back as Eddie Brock at Venom, and additional characters, excuse me, actors that we know are coming in are Juno Temple, one of Pete's favorites from Ted Lasso, and Tribal for a man who has never seen a Marvel or sci-fi movie that he didn't want to be in, is back. Uh, <laughs> in the saddle for some role. And we really don't know anything about this. As we're taping, they released a new logo that kind of looks like a video game start three scene, uh, start screen, excuse me, and it has the three up, like the Alien 3 logo. So I don't know what's going on there. We really have no idea other than they're filming it right now. And it's uh, written and directed by Kelly Marcel, who I believe is a friend of Tom Hardy's, and he... They've collaborated yeah. on all of the Venom movies, and they've the two of them have slowly consolidated power so that they have basically total creative control of this movie. Kelly Marcel, I believe, was the person in his ear when doing uh, the Venom voice or playing him doing the Venom voice in his ear while they were filming so that he could <laughs> interact with... Their process for this movie is crazy. Tom Hardy's a maniac for this role. The fact that they have huge creative control here that most they've had in all the movies means this is going to be wildly good or just like be incomprehensible <laughs> as a film. Well, that's the fun of a Venom movie. You don't know what you're going to get, but I think yeah. what's going to happen in this is this is going to be a continuation of Ted Lasso. Cause you got Juno tempo in there mm -hmm. and then we're going to throw bright Goldstein, which we all know is Hercules. And it's going to be like a Her Hercules versus Venom battle. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. That is the craziest possible take on this because that is not what's going to happen. A continuation of Ted Lasso. You don't know. Similar to the Path of the Deadpool movies, the first one wildly somehow worked and understood Venom in a way that was fun and ridiculous. The second one, very mixed. Like, all of the yeah. stuff with Woody Harrelson as Carnage should have worked. That was really good casting, and it just distracted from the movie. The whole pseudo-coming-out storyline with Venom was very fun and did work, because to your point, that was Tom Hardy leading into the batshit insanity of it. And that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Like, there was, I don't yeah. remember how many hours, but they said that there was like six hours of improvisation that Tom Hardy had done on the first movie, Release release the Tom Hardy footage. Like, if this is six hours of just footage of Tom Hardy going insane and jumping in lobster tags, that'll be a good movie. You can feel I the said cocaine. This, you can feel the cocaine. Uh, I've said this before that uh, it's like yeah. uh, it's like a fire in the movie. Yeah. Ooh, toasty coke. I can feel the cocaine. Uh, the white I said stuff before, on his costume, the spider, is all cocaine, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The symbiote is slowly becoming more coke. The... 
Uh, I've said this before. I'm reading the MCU um, book uh, about so the history of the MCU and business Don't side of it. Don't flex on us. That's not. A, that's a book that you anyone can buy or take from yeah, your local that's library. Flex. That's a nuck flex. Is what. It is. Yeah. The uh, and it talking about the process where they were eating and breathing these movies all day. They would work all night. They would have drinks and talk about the movie. It feels like that's what they do on this movie. What Tom Hardy and Kelly Marcel are. They're literally living this movie their whole lives. And maybe that's where the original MCU process is going to work in this movie, Venom 3. Mm, wow. Should be interesting. Very curious to see what happens over the course of this year. Of course, whether all of these movies actually come out, as we mentioned, production schedules are still shifting and changing all over the place. Um, But yeah, just to check in. So we got Madam Web is Justin's most hyped movie at the beginning of the year. Uh, We got Deadpool 3 is Pete's most hyped movie of the year. And Joker Folia Adu is my most hyped movie of the year. So we'll check in, I guess, at the end of the year and see... How that all who wins out. the year? Who wins the who year? Wins. Who wins? Who yeah. wins the year? How do we determine that? Who knows? But whoever gets the most hashtags, Team Ducks or Team Nuts, is definitely the winner of something. <laughs> yeah. So make sure on your Team Nuts or Team Nuts hashtag, you put um, which one of the three of us with our hashtag, uh, who you're pulling for, in wow. which team you're on. Yeah, that's a lot to put on a shirt or something. Yeah, and if you could add a hashtag Venom Suit So Cocaine at the same time, that would be much appreciated because we're so really trying to get that trending. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to support this podcast and all the podcasts we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about anything comic book, movies, Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice, except for Google Podcasts, which is going away at the end of March. If you're subscribed there, Please subscribe somewhere else or transfer over to YouTube Music for some reasons why they're doing that. But yep. in the meantime, at Comic Book Live on Twitter slash X, Comic Book Club Live on TikTok and Instagram, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Till next time, we'll see you at the movies. Woo! Yeah, stay nuts, folks. Stay nuts. That blows your mind.